Now, I want to teach tonight on the helps ministry and your talents. The helps ministry and your talents. The helps ministry and your talent. Beautiful. The helps ministry and your talent. The word talent has two different definitions. When we say talent, the first definition is a talent is a special skill, ability, or gift that God has given different people. A talent is a special skill, ability, or gift that God has given different people. That's a talent, a skill, an ability, or a gift. Praise the Lord. So everybody has a talent. The second definition of a talent in a biblical sense, when we say a talent, it means a unit of money. A unit of money. So talent is a unit of money. Like CD or dollar or euro. So talent has two definitions. One talks about ability, human ability or skill. Or gift, a special endowment that comes from God to a man. You know, like the way Stephanie sang, it's not, you can't say, I'm going to learn how to sing like that. It's a special endowment. Praise the Lord. It's a special endowment. It's given. She was born with it. She didn't learn. It was given to her by God. So, everybody also has a special Ability given to them by God. Everybody is talented. Praise God. And then also, everybody has money because talent refers to money. Everybody says that the distribution of money is in different levels. When we say someone is poor, it means he has little money. But at the end of the day, everybody has money. So talent is ability and talent is also money. Wow. Now, when you look at the book of Exodus, you would see how God is carrying his people onto the promised land. And how in that journey, we are seeing a move of God with God's people. Now, one thing that everybody here must understand is that Bible says that by wisdom, a house is built. And by understanding, that house is established. Wisdom comes from God. If you relate this scripture to us as Christians, we were built, the new creation was built by the wisdom of God. What's the wisdom of God? Offering his only begotten son to die in exchange for humanity. That's wisdom because wisdom is, you know, a very high way that God decides to do things 
beyond human intelligence. So the coming of Jesus expresses the wisdom of God. Are you following me? It expresses the wisdom of God. And so we were built by wisdom. Bible says, by wisdom, a house is built. And in many parts of the scripture, the new creation has been referred to as a house. Bible said, do you not know that you are the tabernacle, the house of the Holy Ghost? So when we talk about wisdom building a house, we are also referring to the wisdom of God making us as new creation. It is the wisdom of God that brought us a salvation, the very life that we have now. But the interesting thing is that the Bible says that by understanding, this house will be established. It means that God possesses the wisdom to build us into the new creation. Bible says, for we are living stones. We are living epistles. We have been built into a house. But then for this house to be established, to remain Relevant to God, the house needs understanding. So understanding helps the house to be established. So when we come to church, one of the greatest things that we seek, our spirit man seeks, is what we call understanding. Because without understanding, this built house cannot be established. Praise the Lord. This built house cannot be relevant to God. So understanding is very crucial. Now, concerning the helps ministry, the reason why it has become a gray area in the church, though the Bible, in, according to 1 Corinthians 12, 12 to 30, emphasize about eight ministries and gifts in the body, in the church, that Jesus would use to build his church. The reason why many people have not walked in, you know, in the help ministry is the lack of understanding on the subject of the help ministry. So we are now unveiling the power and the mystery behind the help ministry. And it's so refreshing. But you see, you cannot be an effective health minister until you have understanding. You cannot be established in the Christian faith unless you have understanding. And the absence of understanding is what has led to all the abuse we have in the body. You know, it's a lack of understanding that will make, you know, somebody go and buy water for maybe a thousand Ghana city with the mindset that that water is bringing them redemption. Is the lack of understanding that makes people buy certain creams so that when they apply the cream on their body, then they will be insulated from witchcraft activity. When the Bible has said already in the book of Revelations, by the blood of the lamb, we overcame. And the word of our testimony. So when you don't understand something, it is easy for you to fail in that thing. That's why Bible said that understanding is what brings establishment. Praise the Lord. So as we are talking about the help ministry, it is very important for us to understand. We need the understanding. God is the one that established the help ministry by his wisdom. For us to function effectively in the health ministry, we need understanding. Praise the Lord Jesus. 
So we have been established. Remember, 1 Corinthians 12, when you read from 28, Bible said that, for he has set among us some. Did you see that? So by his wisdom, he has set help ministers in the church already. But why are help ministers not functioning as help ministers? They don't have the understanding. So there can be wisdom at work in a place, but the absence of understanding makes the wisdom unestablished. So help ministers are not established because the help ministers lack understanding of what their ministry is. I hope I'm communicating to you. Yes. So all we are doing is to throw light, to bring understanding to you. The reason why people would say, well, uh, this is not, you know, I'm just doing something. You know, like Mrs. Esirifi was saying, some people say, uh, you know, I'm an add-on. It's all because of a lack of understanding. So people would do things that are only convenient to them because they don't have understanding. Hallelujah. Okay. Now, let's look at how God walked with Moses. Now, the walk that God had with Moses is the same thing that he is having with us. You know, the Old Testament, the Israelites and their journey with Moses was trying to typify, it was a type of the church to come. So God was preparing humanity by that journey, preparing us to expect a type of church which will come in the future because the operations will not be different but the empowerment, the Holy Spirit will make the difference in those two churches. Praise the Lord. So, God walked with Moses and when God walked with Moses, God told Moses, build a tabernacle for me. Build a sanctuary for me. Now, this statement, if you are not spiritually discerning or if you don't have understanding, you would think that God called Moses to build a tabernacle for him. Are you following the teaching? God did not call Moses to build a tabernacle for him. God call the Israelites to build a tabernacle for him but he communicated the message to their leader, Moses. That's understanding. And that's an operation. That's how God has worked from time immemorial. God wanted to bring me into the earth. Right? But then, God communicated that intelligence to Adam. And he went to sleep. So, so far as Adam keeps to the terms of the communication, I will become a product. It does not mean that I am the product of Adam. I am the product of God. However, I was an installation from God in Adam. So when I come out, I must be able to 
function as God wants me to. Who brought me into this life? It is God. Which vessel did God use? It is Adam. My allegiance and my gratitude must still be unflinching and I must be dedicated and committed to the God who brought me here. Without that understanding, people can easily think that, well, uh, God said he should do something and we are, we are also trying to help him. He should, he should take it easy with us. We are just trying to help him. Is it by force? Praise the Lord. And you can see yourself walking in that light for a long time. You see, you can let the things stop with the apostle, but you forget that even the apostle was also set by God. I hope I'm just making sense to you. Now, look at this. You see, you need to have an understanding of your place in the vision of God. This is not my vision. You can easily think that, oh, we will support the vision that God has given you. It means two things. It's a right thing to say, but it can mean two things in your mind. It can mean that God gave me a personal vision. And you feel like it's an honorable thing to partner with me to achieve the vision. Where then is your personal vision? So when you have an understanding like that, God gave him a vision. Well, so I'm also waiting for my own vision. So while I'm waiting, let me just join and be faithful. That's a thinking that lacks understanding. God didn't give me a vision. You see, this is not my vision. This is God's vision for you. But he chose to communicate it to me. Let's look at scripture. Let's look at scripture. It looks like you are not understanding me. Let's look at scripture. <laughs> let's, let's look at what the Bible says. Exodus 17, 11 to 14. Exodus 17, 11 to 14. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Who are you in this ministry? Who are you in this ministry? Yes. What is this vision to you in this, in what we are doing? What is it to you? Is it my, my vision that you are trying to help? Or it is your vision also. <laughs> let's look at let, let's look at the pattern of God. Now, Exodus 17, 11 to 14. Bible said, as long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. As long as Moses held his hands, the Israelites were winning. What is the connection between Moses and the Israelites? So much that even when they were in different places, his win is their win. What is happening? That means that spiritually, God has engrafted the people. They are, they are one people. But physically, they look like separate people. 
So how is it that an activity of one man in a place can directly affect a people in another place? If the people were just supporting the man, why, how would it be that what he's doing is having a direct impact on them? Bible says, as his hands went, grew tired, they were also losing. That means that the, the people and Moses, they are one people. God called the people to build a tabernacle for him, but he chose Moses to make the announcement. That's it. God called you. Because in the wisdom of God, he does not do things with one person. And in the wisdom of God, he will not come to everybody to talk to you. That's why we are one body. And we are made up of different parts. Am I communicating to you at all? So, an activity going, Bible said that as long as Moses held his hand up, the Israelites were winning. It means that they are connected. We are connected here. Wow. Now, the people didn't know that Moses had held his hand up. They don't need to know. It's a connection. God has connected. God sees them as one people, a people that he has called to achieve something. So even when he separated them, one action here was affecting the other. All of them were winning because, you see, it's like the moment Moses' hand is up, all of them, their hand is up. That's what it means. The day God spoke to me, he spoke to all of you. That's how it is. Because God will not do things in an eventual manner. God does everything at the same time. It's just that it will take my obedience to unlock your obedience. That's what it is. May God give you understanding. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it. So the people who were closest to Moses understood that it's not like we are helping him. Our life is connected to him. Why is it that Moses is going down and they did not just look on if it was Moses, if it's just Moses and God, God will sort him out. That's how many people think. God will sort him out. The people didn't see things that way. They saw things like, we are one people. Our destiny is tied. It's just that our form of operation is not like Moses. So we cannot allow Moses to get tired. Why? His tiredness is our tiredness. We are weaved together in the vision of God. Wow. So the Bible said, when Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it. You know, there are churches that have a problem when their pastor prosper. They don't understand. You are not separate from your pastor in the spirit. You are one house, one tabernacle. If the head is damaged, every part of the body is damaged. If the head suffers, every part of the body suffers. You don't have a success outside the success of your pastor. That's how God interconnected all of us in the achievement of his vision. 
People think they are separate from the vision. So when people are thinking and planning, they think, okay, this is what my pastor wants to do. And this is what I want to do. There's nothing like that. His success is what is replicated as your success. Psalm 133. Bible says, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together. He said, the Bible says that it is, it is like the ointment upon the head of Aaron. Bible said that, and it comes down through his beard into his skirt. And in ending, Bible said, there God commands his blessing. It is a pattern. This is the spiritual pattern. There cannot be, you see, there cannot be just the head. There's also the beard and there's also the skirt. But they are all connected. May God give you understanding. They are all connected. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, look at this. Bible says that they quickly... No, if we all do the work with the understanding of her and Aaron, you will see that the church will move at a certain speed and pace. Because her and Aaron understands that if they don't do their work... The impact is on a great, the impact, the, the effect on them is far greater. And it's not just about them, the effect on the people is far greater. And you will come to realize that the effect on their generation is far greater. I'm going to show you how the choosing to deny God your help or your Operation in the help ministry. How it affects your generation. So they understood that it is not necessarily even the instruction of Moses. But this is an ordination. You remember that God told uh, Jeremiah. He said, can the, can the clay say to the master or to the porter? Can the clay say to the porter, why have you made me thus? It's the same scripture that explains 1 Corinthians 12, 12 to 30. Can declare, you see, because God has made all of us thus in a certain way. God has made some apostles. God has made some helps. Can declare, say, why have you made me thus? So you have been made thus. You have been made a certain way. You have already been made. The investment has already been poured. The vision is God wants to achieve a vision. He wants to do something in the earth realm. He doesn't want all the people going to achieve what he wants to do in the earth realm to be apostles. No, it will not work. So in distributing the operations, he endued some with apostolic operation. And he endued some with teaching operation. And he endued some with miracle operation. And he endued some with the help operation. How can the help say, why have you made me thus? This is where people get it wrong. People say, well, I have also my ministry. Where did you get it from? Where did you get it from? You see, that's the drifting. You are drifting from the path. You, you are trying to say you are wiser than God. Some people say along the line, then I realize I've also been called. Wow. Wow. You've been a hand all this while. God spoke to Jeremiah. He said, before you were formed, I knew you. There's no confusion in God. There's no confusion in God. 
He said, and I ordained you as a prophet. There was everything to the evidence that this Jeremiah was a leader in a certain way. A ministry, they are frontline leaders in every army. They are commanders, they are generals. But it's one army. Everyone operates differently, but they are all important, achieving one goal. All right, so let's look at this. May God give you understanding. Look at this. That's what the Bible says. Godliness with contentment is great gain. There are many people who's, who operate like they are confused. It's like they are a hand, but today they refuse. They, uh, it's like they are a hand. Their body needs to bath, but today they say they will not work. Then the body is suffering. Remember, the whole body, one, one person's indecision, you see the effect on the body. It doesn't just affect the head. You know, people think that, well, uh, you know, um, I, I don't like something he said. So I'm not going to function in the place that I have been put to function. They are not just affecting the head. If the hand says today, I don't feel like bathing the body. The head is not that which only baths. It's, it's every, every part will suffer. In fact, the body suffers much more than the head. There are people among us, by failing to unleash their health ministry, they have caused the downfall of so many other people. You will see God's judgment on those who refuse. And I've given you the reason. The reason why people refuse to unleash their health ministry is not because they don't know that they are helpers. God does not delve in ambiguity. Every, you see, when you are a helper, you will know. When you are an apostle, you will know. When you are a miracle worker, you will know. Jesus at the age of 12, look at the manifestation and expression. My God. <laughs> so it's greed, rebellion. It is pride. Look at Lucifer's place in the organogram of heaven. And then suddenly Lucifer rises and says, I don't want to be where I want. Look at the effect on the angels in heaven. He just refused to become what God wants him to become. One third of the angels fell. They lost their place. Their angelic seat to become demons. They were reduced. Do you know the effect on the others when you refuse to function in your place? Your failure to be part of the agenda 100 micro churches. Do you know the effect on the body? Do you know? Your withdrawal from that church planting activity. Do you know the effect on the body? People don't look at things on the eternal scale. They look at things just by themselves. I don't feel like this. I don't feel. It is the same language that Lucifer spoke. I will do the I. When you move away from God's vision, you, you, you move into your own personal agenda. And when you operate in your personal agenda, God's vision suffers and God's people also suffer. 
So you will see the language that God uses for the one that refuses to unleash his help minister. And then you begin to wonder, why is it that God is using such a harsh description? We will get there. On someone that refused on his own personal accord. Because listen, we are interconnected in the spirit. I am not doing my own thing. And you are not here to further my agenda. We are all together by the calling of God. We are establishing God, we are establishing God's agenda in the earth realm. It's just that the operations are different. Yes. The operations are different. May God give you understanding. Look at it. When people have understanding, they don't need instruction. Look at it. When people have understanding, they don't need instruction. Wow. Everything comes together. Bible said 400 people came to David and they pledged themselves to David. Everywhere that the, any kingdom has been built effectively, the people did not receive too much. In a place where people need too much instruction, the people are failing to unleash their ministry. These people who became the mighty men of David, they understood their role. They knew they were not the king, but they knew that without them, the kingdom would not be built. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Wow. <laughs> so Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, write this on a scroll as something to be remembered and make sure that Joshua hears it because I will completely blot out the name of the Amalek from under heaven. So we see a pattern by which God works. Moses is not different from the Israelites. However, their operation and ranking are different. That means that if Moses' hand is up, and the Israelites failed to go to the battle, they will not have victory. Moses will also not have victory. So it is not Moses' victory. It is Israel's victory. Meanwhile, Moses is part of Israel, and the Israelites are part of Israel. So the moment everybody functions in the place that God has placed them to function, that is where we see total victory. Do you know that in the eyes of God, there are people here who are, have become enemies of God. Why? They, are, they think they are opposing the leader's vision. But God said, write it down. Why? This achievement is my achievement. The alignment of the people to the pattern I have given must be documented. People must understand that when everybody stands in the place, they are supposed to stand. It is, at the end of the day, it is God, myself, who has the victory. Now, look at this. It is so amazing that after all of this, God decided to continue the same agenda. You have to understand that by fulfilling your health ministry, you create a transgenerational blessing. A transgenerational blessing. And you allow the flow of the calling. Oh my God. By denying, your, your, uh, denying Christ the help ministry, 
you truncate the calling. Because God, the Bible calls Jesus the everlasting father. Whatever he does, he wants to do it with a generation in perspective. One man's obedience will lead to other people's victory and would also inspire new obedience in a certain bloodline. Listen, what you are doing here, you are not doing it for yourself. You are doing it for generation upon generation. In the book of Uzziah, the Bible says that a people are like their priest. It means that what you are doing today, the effect is not only on you. The effect is on the generation. God wants a, a, you know, a certain bloodline and to do a specific thing within that bloodline. When you corrupt the bloodline, he chooses another person and starts. Let me explain what I'm saying by scripture. Now, Aaron and her have fulfilled their help ministry. Their generation is gone. But look at something that happened after the generation of Aaron and her. Exodus 31, 1 to 11. Bible says, then the Lord said to Moses, see, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of her, of the tribe of Judah, and I filled him with the spirit of God, with wisdom and with understanding, with knowledge and with all kinds of skills. To make artistic designs for work in gold, silver and bronze. To cut and set stones to work in wood. And to engage in all kinds of crafts. Moreover, I have appointed Oholiab, son of Ahisamak, of the tribe of Dan, to help him. Also, I have given ability to all the skilled workers to make everything I've commanded you. The tent of meeting, the ark of the covenant, law with the atonement cover on it and all the other furnishings of the tent the table and the, and its articles the pure gold lampstand and all its accessories the altar of incense the altar of burnt offering and all its utensils the basin with its stand and also the woven garment both the sacred garment for Aaron and the priest and the garment for his sons when they serve as priests and the anointing oil and fragrant incense for the holy place they are to make them just as I commanded you is it not so interesting that in the time of her, he unleashed his health ministry. Now, as God was journeying with Moses, and God wanted someone who would create artistic works for the sanctuary and the tabernacle, look at it. When you read the Bible, the genealogy is telling you that God remembers the faithfulness of men and decides to reward their faithfulness on generation upon generation. That means that what you do has a transgenerational impact and what you choose not to do also has a transgenerational impact. Are you here with me at all? There's a generation that will emerge as a generation of prosperous people. Why? Because of the faithfulness of one man who stood with God. There's a reason why you are here like this, in this situation. You see, we are the product of our bloodline. 
when you do a prophetic analysis of people, you will realize that where they have arrived is a continuation of where their fathers began. Oh my God. So what we do has an impact on what our children will become. There's a spiritual pattern. Many people fear God today because their fathers were pastors. And many people will be called into the ministry because their fathers were pastors. Look at it. When God, Bible said, I have chosen Bezalel. Look at it. God did not speak to Bezalel. God spoke to Moses. So there will be an appointment ceremony and Moses by his conviction will call Bezalel and say, I want you to take part of this work in this way. Bezalel may think that this Moses thinks that he is something. So he's operating by the instruction of Moses. That is where Bezalel will begin to have a problem with God. Can the clay say to the potter, why have you made me thus? But God was calling Bezalel. It was a direct call. There was no need for an intermediary. God said, I have chosen Bezalel. He did not say, go and choose Bezalel. I have chosen Bezalel. But the communication did not go to Bezalel. It came to Moses. And Moses did the appointment. Everybody here has been chosen directly by God. It is for this reason that God will be justified to judge you without me being by you. He will ask you, what I asked you to do, did you do it? In the book of Romans, the Bible said that man shall be without excuse. For if you did not even have a prophet to tell you the truth and nature, they are a gospel. They are a message to you. Your gift is a message to you. Your ability is a message to you. Your capacity is a message to you. Your beauty is a message to you. You are without excuse. Now, Bible says, I have chosen Bezalel. What informed the choice? Out of two million people, why Bezalel? It is here that we see that he was chosen based on the faithfulness of his grandfather. He says, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hare. It is this same Hare that supported Moses in the work. That means that by Hare supporting Moses, he has created a perpetual health ministry in his family. This is where hair would not have to climb a mountain to pray. God, I pray that my children will not become smokers. It is not possible for the children of hair to become smokers. He is not a product of societal influence. He is chosen by God because his father remained faithful. Oh my God. Did we ever hear about the grandchildren of Judas? They exist. However, their story is not worthy to be, to be documented in scripture. Judas made a decision and it affected generations unborn. The decision you are making today is not, you see, you are creating a generational blessing or you are facilitating a generational curse. Oh my God. This thing is far more than we have come together. We are no rotary club. This is a spiritual network. It's a spiritual maze. It is something that God wants to do and he has chosen the people he wants them to do it already so he said I've chosen Bezalel and then he referenced why he chose Bezalel 
and look at it. I did my research and I realized, do you know that the entire tabernacle was one of God's greatest projects in the earth? In the days of Moses, there was no edifice as great and magnificent as the tabernacle. The first time the Bible used the word in the Old Testament, the, even the first time the Bible used the word, I have filled a human being with my spirit, is in reference to Bezalel. In the Old Testament, the Bible talks about the spirit coming upon man. The first time the Bible mentioned that a human being was filled with the spirit was Bezalel. Bezalel was the only one who was filled with the spirit. Even hair was not filled with the spirit. That's why the Bible said the glory of the latter shall be more than the former. There is something that you are doing. You are working something in the spirit by your faithfulness. You are determining the future of your children by your faithfulness. You are building a future or destroying a future by your faithfulness. Do you know that Esau, by his lack of value and reverence for God, created a whole generation that exists even till date? Patterns in the spirit. And do you know that Jacob, by his helps ministry, create, has created a perpetual transgenerational blessing called the nation of Israel even today. Bible said that Esau migrated. He turned into a nation called Edom. They were those that were called the Edomites. Without any decision of theirs, their father has made a decision for them. It's not like all the people wanted to be Edomites. But you see, one man was raised. He failed to be obedient. And the result is a people who are flowing from his bloodline. And the Edomites have perpetually become the enemies of God. They have become the Palestinian strip of today. The enemies of God. Their father was called Esau. Bible says he was a profane person. He had no value for the patterns of God. The pattern of God is the birthright. He had no value. There are people who have no value for the work of God. They are forgetting that they are creating an Edomite pattern for their children's children. You are not helping me to achieve something. I am not here to achieve something. We are all coming together to establish a kingdom. None of us will live here with anything. It means the thing was not even for us in the first place. If I cannot go with this church, in what way do you think that the church is for me? In what way? If I cannot will the church to my daughters, in what way did you think that was a personal property? Hear me and hear me well. No man can will a church to his children. The church is a working of God. Let me, let me show you how. If God has not chosen a man and you give birth to a man and you say, I'm going to make the man the leader, you see that over time, the church will collapse. It may not collapse immediately, but you see, God will make sure that the, the people he has chosen are the people who continue his work. May God give you understanding. I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, 
son of hair. I did a research and I realized that at the time that God was speaking to Moses, Bezalel was 13 years old. <laughs> now, imagine God wants to do such a great thing. Moses is an old man. He has colleagues. God is not just looking for anybody. God is looking for a faithful strain. He does not compromise on it. So Moses went to a 13 year old boy and said, have you heard the announcement that God has spoken that we should build the greatest edifice in our generation? He said, yes. Yuri, my father has said, when he comes home, he talks about it. Moses said, you are the one chosen to come up with all the artistic works. 13 year old boy. And God said, I have filled him with the Holy Spirit and with all kinds of artistic knowledge. He's prepared for the work. Why? There were some older people who denied God that opportunity. So God found a strain and did not consider the age of the strain. Do not think that you are doing the church of God a harm. God has people. What you fail to do, he will raise children to do. You will be shamed by children. You'll be shamed. Imagine. I don't know how faithful Oholiab was to the whole conversation. But I don't know which strain Oholiab also came from. But then, how would it be that such a magnificent project and a 13-year-old is the one leading the finishings God has already given to you. So the 13-year-old comes to the tabernacle and says, all the past, he was not a priest, he was a boy. And all the pastors are waiting for what he will do next. Why? His grandfather did not deny God help. Yes, his grandfather did not deny God help. Most of you are where you are because your father denied God help. But you have been engrafted again by the mercy of God. God is trying to terminate that negative strain. So he chose you. But some of you are repeating the same mistakes. I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Her. And I filled him with the spirit. There's a president who liberates this nation. But that president is in your genealogy your bloodline. And the only way to activate that president is your faithfulness. Her was not a creative person. Remember that. He was not an artistic person. But by fulfilling his help ministry, he produced a creative person. Your grandchild or your child may not necessarily be a church planter. Oh my God. But by you fulfilling the ministry that has been appointed to you, you may produce 
a president of a nation in your lifetime. This is the science of the spirit that many don't understand. The other question was, where was the grandson of Moses? Did you see that Moses did not unleash his health ministry along the line? That means that it has nothing to do with your ranking. It has everything to do with your faithfulness. In the generation, when Moses was alive, his grandson was not chosen. My God. But his helpless grandson was chosen. God is not going to deal with us because I'm the apostle and you are maybe a musician. He's going to deal with us because you are faithful. That's it. The generational blessing will be based on faithfulness. Hallelujah. I pray that God will give you understanding. What you are doing is not unto a man. What you are doing is unto a God. The reason why, while you are alive, your son will become one of the billionaires in this nation will be because of your faithfulness. Did you not read in the Bible how God spoke to Solomon and said, I am giving you this privilege because of your father. At every point in time that Solomon spoke to God, he said, I saw how my father saved you. That the faithfulness of a man can translate into the greatness of his children. There are some of you who are going to have very intelligent children. You will not pay extra classes. I'm telling you. You will not pay remedial fees. Your children will bring you so much honor. You know, people will just praise you. Oh, Meanwhile, when we come and check your own results, it's nothing to write home about. <laughs> it is then that you will know that hair was someone that just held the hand of a man. But his son became the forefront leader of all artistic and creative work of the tabernacle of God at the age of 13. That means the seed you are sowing today. You are just a church planter today. God is going to raise an apostolic father in a generation. I have chosen Bezaleel, son of Uri, son of Her. So God is making a choice. And I pray that you will not alter the choice of God. I pray. Do you know that Cain had a generation? There was a generation that came after Cain. Do you know that the people that built the tower of Babel, they emanated from a particular generation. A deviant strain always produces a deviant generation. A generation of Judas. Imagine, who are they? They are there. Some are in Saom prison as I'm talking to you. They are there. Our life. That's why the women of old, they understood this phenomenon. Listen, the women of old who were in the Orthodox churches, they would never go and warm the pews. They understood that the greatness of their family and bloodline is dependent on their service in God's house. They had this revelation. 
not this new generation. There were people that were altar. They were, they were servicing the altar in the house of God. Like Hannah. Hannah will go to the priest. Will go to Shiloh and serve. And make a demand on her service. That when God was raising another prophet, he didn't go outside one that was faithful. Bible said every year, Hannah will go to Shiloh. The consistency of his love for God produced a prime minister, a prophet of the nation. Bible said the words of Samuel will not fall to the ground. Who gave birth to Samuel? It was Hannah. The help minister, Hannah. The things we are doing today, we are going to see them right before our eyes. Bible said, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Whatsoever a man is sowing, you, what you are doing is you are sowing for your own generation. The ministry is just a platform. What you fail to sow, you will fail to reap. You are not doing ministry for me. You are doing ministry to attain an eternal reward. In time, and in eternity. Many generations are poor. Why? Their great-grandfather took the path of idol worship. You see someone who is a student. He said, when I study, it doesn't go. Go and ask your grandfather. Go and ask your grandfather. And you see the same strain in these people. Though in this situation, they continue the same mistake. When they are engrafted into Christ, did many people sitting here evaluate your life? Who are you a grandchild of? Evaluate your life. <laughs> Who is your father? Evaluate your life. You will be able to understand why your life is like this. Yes. I have chosen Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Her. We know the record of Her. You will know, you best know the record of your grandfather. Yes. You will know. The fruit does not fall far away from the tree. You will know. You will know why you are here. That's why you must be determined to change the strain. Most of you have become like the Stephanas, the first fruits in your family. In your family, nobody decided to advance the kingdom of God. They live for themselves like a generation of Cain. They live for themselves. Cain said to God, am I my brother's keeper? It means that he birthed a strain, a certain strange strain. He failed to take care of God's creation, which was his own brother Abel. There are some people, they don't care, they don't care about their souls because what they say, there's, there's, they can abandon their souls forgetting that the souls are God's own people. That's the spirit of Cain. Am I my brother's keeper? They can eat and be okay. They have abandoned their souls. They can eat and be okay. A generation of Cain. And we know what the generation of Cain became. May God give you understanding. Praise the Lord Jesus. So God has chosen you. You are chosen by God. I just help you to know 
I didn't choose you. God is the one that chose you. It's a calling. You are here because you are called. Called by God. That's why I'm not the one who will judge you. I can only admonish and encourage you. You cannot tell God I didn't hear the call. He will say, I used my servants, the apostle, to tell you. To tell you that I have called you. You can't tell God that why didn't you talk to me yourself? That would be pride. Everything you are doing is a calling. You are not doing somebody a favor. That's why sometimes when you get to a point, you feel that you are, you are doing something. Even married people, remember, there's no marriage in heaven. Do you know that each of them will be judged independently? Yes. It is not in heaven that you are going to say, the, the way I treated my husband is because the way, the way he was not minding me is not mind. You are called to be a help. Whether he's minding you or he's not minding you, you is your calling. That's what you are. Can, you see, can the bird say, I, I will not fly, but I want to be a lion? Why did you never fly? Because I didn't like, I didn't like the wings. That's how many of you will sound. Why didn't you go? I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't really like, I didn't really like Bali. I didn't like Bali. Yes. Why didn't, why did you stop the way? It's, coming to is too far. I didn't really, yeah. Can, can the clay say to the porter, why, when we were sending people to Lagos, do you think we didn't see you? I have chosen Bezalel. Under the influence of the spirit, Moses said, Bezalel for art. So the one who is jealous of Bezalel, who is he going to have a problem with? Not Moses. He's going to have a problem big time with God. Everybody should stay in their lane. Everybody should do their work. Everybody should do their work. Everybody should do their work. And do it quickly. Do it quickly. Do, just close your eyes. Focus on your road and do it. Do it. Just do it. Oh, Time is going. You see that, you see, we will not all die the same. You see that God will call everybody home one by one. The work is there, but he will call some people home. He will tell you that, listen, he brought you here. He timed you. You were too petty. You were, you were looking at others too much. He, I have chosen Bezalel and filled him with the spirit of creativity. Not the spirit of prophecy. Not the spirit of preaching. Not the spirit of holding a microphone. I have chosen him and give, can the clay say to the potter, why have you given me a seal? Can, can the clay ever say that? And God will not judge you based on someone else's ministry. He will judge you based on your ministry. He will judge you for some people, their ministry is supposed to be a thousand. Some people, their ministry is supposed to be 20. God will say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have kept the 20 I gave you very well. And it is for that matter that I'm going to bless your generation upon generation upon generation. May the Lord give you understanding. There's a direct relationship between our talent and the health ministry. Let us look at it. That means that before we came into this earth, God decided to give us certain opportunities 
privileges, abilities. You see, the way you were created was not for your beauty. You were created for his glory. He, you were not created for your beauty. You are not part of the plan. God is the one that is, you see, that's when you stand in the mirror too much, admiring yourself too much. You are becoming like Lucifer. You are paying too much attention. The question to ask, why is that God? Why did you make me in this way? What do you want to achieve with this, my beauty? What do you want to achieve with this, my eloquence? What do you want to achieve with this, my courage? What do you want to achieve with this, my dreams? Every time I sleep, I'm dreaming. It's not about you. You don't dream for yourself. You dream for people. What do you want to achieve? It's an ability. You were designed. Some people have long hair. Some people have short hair. Some people have big mouth. Some people have big... Every... Listen to me. Everything in a man is pointing to the glory of God. God did not make you for you. No. He made you for him. When you lose sight of God in the equation, you have abused the creation. So in design, he make you that way. The places you were born, there's a reason why you were not born in Switzerland. There's a reason why you are sitting here right now. There's a reason. Every other thing that will violate that reason is personal. There's something fighting the will of God. Jesus in the heart of Gethsemane said, Lord, not my will. Why? The will of men always fight the will of God. It is a strong will that Jesus could not make a decision to say, no, I will not go the way of my will. He had to settle that matter in the heart of Gethsemane through prayer. If you don't pray, you will not do the will of God. Why am I in the university? Why am I studying this program? Why am I related to this person for the continuity of the advancement of God's kingdom? So in the book of Matthew, look at it. Look at it. In the book of Matthew 25, 14 to 30, Bible says, for it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. Remember, he used the word servants, not sons. My God, because we are here on the basis to serve. The primary responsibility of man is to serve. Those sons, we are servants. Sons by identity. Servants by calling. God wants to do something. He needs to do it with servants. Servant is someone that facilitates an agenda. So Bible said, he entrusted to them his property. To one, he gave five talents. To another two. And to another one. To each according to his ability. So when you look at yourself, you know what God wants you to do. My God. Because God has already given you what you need in this life. But he gave it to you for the furtherance of his kingdom. If it is wisdom, that your wisdom will help advance. If it is artistic skill, that creativity, the church will be able to advance in creativity, in photography, in videography. He has given it to you. The Bible says, he who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them. Went at once. There is agency involved when it comes to our administration of the health ministry. 
He did not go eventually. He went at once. Time no day. He went at once. He did not think about it. There are people that concerning the work of God, they have said, we are thinking about it. That's where you truncated the opportunity. Listen, you denied your children the opportunity of continuation. You took the lamp from the family. You dimmed the light. You hurt your child. People don't understand this. There's a reason why John the Baptist, the forerunner to Jesus Christ, was given to Zachariah. There's a reason. If God is just looking for a womb, there are many women. Why? Bible said that Zachariah and his wife, they belong to the priestly order, generation to generation. Their grandfather was a priest. Their father was a priest. Priestly order. So when God wanted a voice to precede his son, he didn't go and choose another strain. The faithfulness of Zachariah produced a giant in the land. Nobody really knew Zachariah apart from the fact that he was a priest. Remember, the Bible said that the angel of God appeared to him while he was on duty. The word is expressed. While on duty because Zachariah was always on duty in God's house. And the words that came, you Zachariah, you are old in age. But out of your faithfulness, I am raising a voice. Bible said he will cause the nations to tremble. Kings will listen to him. Look at the glory that came out of the life of Zachariah. What glory is going to come out of your life? It will be dependent on how you administrate the help that God has put in you. May God give you understanding. So the Bible says in this story, some are received five, some are received two, some are received one. The five went at once. Five talents means that there are people here, they are in multiple help ministries. They can sing. At the same time, they can usher. At the same time, they can give towards the building of the city of favor. At the same time, they can, they can do videos. At this, it's a five talent personality. They can do it. At once he went and he came back with 10 talents. Meaning that the talent that God gave him by the time God realized he has added more. He has added church planting which God did not give him. He has added it to it. There was one that God gave two. Maybe God gave that one just money and the ability to preach. He was faithful. Bible said when he was coming back, he brought four. But there was one. Now, look at it. Bible said that when the ten returned with the extra talent, his master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. So the things you are doing today is pushing you into another realm. That means he was not in the joy of his master. The joy of his master. Seeing a perpetual blessing is a joy of your master. It's something that belongs to your master but given to you based on your faithfulness. 
And the one who had two talents, he said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. What you are calling difficult, God calls it little. Why? He's calling it little because of the reward he has attached to it. There's no way your input will be equal to your output. Your output will be far more than your input. So when God looks at what he's going to give you for what you are doing, what you are doing forever be called little. Little. Now look at this guy who withheld his helps ministry. Look at this guy. <laughs> look at this guy. He also who had received the one talent came forward saying, let me tell you something. If you are looking for reasons to abandon the work of God, you will have a thousand and one. If I am looking for reasons to stop this apostolic work, Joel, do you think I don't have reasons? I have, the same way you have reason. the same way you have, some people say, I married a new uh, you know, spouse, I have bought a new land, I have, you know, Reasons. <laughs> so many reasons. Some people can use marriage as a reason. Marriage. Some people can use work as a reason. Yes. Work as a It's so convenient. It makes sense. God is calling you for dinner. You are saying that I have married a new wife. I have bought a land. I need to go and inspect it. As if the land, someone will carry it away. Yes. And what did God do? God said, leave them. I have taken the lamp out. Wow. They were not given a second chance. Leave them. God didn't say, go and tell them that I beg. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. That's it. I don't go begging those who have abandoned their work. No, no, no. It's, it's not about me and them. It's about God and them. Yes. It's not about me and them. Yes. So, the time I'll come and used to be begging you, oh, Charlie, that's why when the prodigal son went, do you see that in the Bible, his father never went after him? Each one for himself, God for us all. Listen, just be faithful. You are born again, but you are still struggling because there are some decisions that have been made affecting you. Meanwhile, we are all Christians, but some people are far advanced because of the decisions their fathers took. I will not deny my generation. I have seen a pathway in the spirit. I want to explore that pathway. It's a new strain, a generation. From me to the end, it shall be a people that fear God. We will, you see, Demas, Demas is a generation. Demas is a generation. It's a, it's a pattern. Demas is not a personal. It's a people. Demas took a decision. And his children, all the children of Demas, every time they will start the ministry, they will stop. Yes, it's a strain. Unless God has mercy on them, they will continue like that after the order of Demas. So whatever we do, we will reap. Our children will reap. Yes. You are not doing it for me. As you are cleaning the chairs, God is remembering your children. You will see them shining before your eyes. 
See them. Copying all the coursework. This work is a spiritual work. Let's not joke. Let, let's not think that we are helping Randy. Let's, let's stop kidding ourselves. I'm not, I'm, you see, I'm too small in the equation. We are talking about the eternal plan, the eternal counsel of God in the earth realm. When I transition from here, my influence on your decision doesn't matter. It's not about my influence on your decision. It's about what you chose to do. A generation of Demas. A generation of John Mark. Yes. And a generation of Jacob became Israel. Israel is one of the smallest nations in the world. Yet the most prosperous nation in the world. How can you... Nigeria, there are over 200 million people. They are not richer than Israel. Do you know the population of Israel? They are just a handful. Israel is controlling America. Israel is controlling Europe. Israel... Every nation around Israel have tried to quench Israel. It's not possible. They are things that are powerful than economy. They are powerful than education. Health ministry. Attaching yourself to the agenda of God. I will not de- I'm wiser than that. Show me the one who had one talent. What he said. The excuses come. Even to me. Do you know how many temptations I get to stop this work? Do you know? Do you know how many ideas I get? <laughs> you know, when we had the meeting, I was telling you people, Paul was saying that if, if you burn, if you burn, me, am I wood? Am I stick? <laughs> Some people think that, oh, as for, as for Apostle, uh, his anointing is different. So he, he, does, he Apostle doesn't even understand what we go through. He doesn't understand what we go through. Me, am I, am I aluminum works? <laughs> you see, that's so. When you see someone, listen. That's why you see God will judge me and God will judge you. Because he sees how in my infirmity, I'm still forging forward. Oh, yes. In my pain, I'm so. And you see, he knows that you can do it just as I'm doing it. I'm not different. Bible said concerning um. Elijah, he said he was a man of like passion, just like you and I. And yet he prayed. Every lambano is a price I have to pay. Do you think that the sleep you sleep is not the same sleep? The sweetness of the sleep is not the same. It's not the same manifestation in me. Do you think I'm an angel? I'm a man of like passion, just like you and I. He also who had received the one talent came forward. The audacity. There are people here who say, I won't do it again. Because I have a reason. And they are able to come forward and explain their reason to others. They are able to come forward. Such audacity. When ignorance is speaking there, you can see. Bible said, who is he that speaketh knowledge without counsel? Who is he? He said, he darkens knowledge. He darkens knowledge. He also had received the one time, came forward saying, Master, at the place that they were seen, we are in this church. Someone went to Legon. He's doing it. Someone has gone to Bali. He's doing it. You, you are here. Look out. You say you won't do it. And you have the audacity. You are able to push your chest out and explain yourself. Because the one in Bali is taking more shots to sustain the work in Bali. So if we ask you to just sing, we haven't asked you to go to Bali. You see, you must bow your head down in shame. He said, Master, I knew you to be a hard man. Why? 
The one with five talents, he didn't know that he was a hard man. You see, our manifestation is clearly an exhibition of our character. And we justify it. Master, I knew you to be a hard man. Reaping where you did not sow. And gathering where you scattered no seed. Look at how he's speaking. He has given you the talent. Now you are telling him that you are asking me to produce something that you know I don't have. Yes. Meanwhile, God knows that he has. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Some people are saying, well, I, I can't do the work because I don't have money. I don't have money. Meanwhile, he gave you a gift far valuable than money. And some people stop because they say, well, when I check my finances, the thing is not working. It's not sustainable. Meanwhile, when he called you, he didn't call you to be a banker. He called you to be a minister. Yes. So God knows within himself, you can do it without money. But you have stopped on the basis of money. Yes. Let's move on. 25. 25. So I was afraid. And I went and hid your talent. Whose talent? God's talent. He called the talent your talent. I went and hid your talent. When Stephanie sing, it's whose voice? Her voice. But do you know that the singing she's singing, the ability is for God. The preaching I'm preaching, whose ability is it? It's for God. <laughs> the day you begin to see it as your own, me, I'm like this. I'm very, I mean, when it comes to this, that's my area. It's not your area. It is for God. It is living rent-free in you. That's all. He will ask for it one day. What did you do with my talent? Not your talent. That's why you cannot take the talent away. For God's church to suffer. It was not for you in the first place. You can't say that when God needs, God needs music, you say, I'm not feeling well. Is it your music? Is the music for you? It's not for you. It's for God. God needs someone to go and visit people. Is the leg for you? The leg is for God. God needs people to give, to do the church. My money. Who told you the money is your money? An unfruitful servant speaks this way. I was afraid. Some people say, well, I, well, I can stand, in, I can read devotional, but I'm afraid. Yes. Bible said that. So I hid the talent in the ground. It said, here, you have what is yours. You have what is yours. He died and went back with the talent. He died and went back with the talent. Some people are like that. They die and go back with the church. The church that was in them, they go back with it. Yes. Yes, they die and go back with the church. And they don't, you see, some people, they feel like, oh, it's, it's nothing. It's a big deal. Oh. You see, you are not here to do many things. There's something God has called you to do, which is more important than every other thing you do. He said, here, you have what is yours. Let's go. Let's go. But his master answered him, you wicked now, when I read this in the, in the first place, I felt like, no, God is being too harsh. It's, 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 you gave someone one. He didn't lose it. He kept it. And he gave it to you with reason. And in God responding, he said, you are wicked. Do you know why? 
Because that one was not meant for him. That one was meant for so many people. And by him burying that one, he has hurt so many other people. And it is only wicked people whose decision will hurt many, many, many people. Your decision is hurting many people. Your failure to plant, mobilize, is hurting many, many, many people. Sending people straight to hell. You say, all I can do is mobilize. So when I look at me, I'm not, I can't organize a cell. So, understand me. I can't organize a cell. That decision is taking many, many people. You say, you wicked and lazy servant. Anyone that refuses to offer help ministry, God in the spirit, in the realm of the spirit, God calls them lazy. What is laziness? That person can be hard working, doing so many things elsewhere, but pertaining to the work of God, he's a lazy servant. Wicked and lazy. Idi Amin in the work of God. Yes. Wicked. Let's go and do visitation. No, 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 no. Wicked. Because you don't know that your presence could have ignited something. You know, everything is just about God. It's not about us. God wants to reach somebody. But he needs us to align. If we're doing this for ourselves, do you know where I'd rather be? Do you know where I'd rather be? But just so that I can help. So that God will fulfill his agenda. We are all help ministers, including myself. I'm helping God's agenda in Konkonu. That's what I'm doing with my life. Helping. We are all helping. We are all helping. So beautiful. Wicked and slow. This, you see, you don't entertain these people. God's attention span for such people is, is so short. You can abandon the work of God. You are seen as, because see, in another sense, you are also denying your children. You, how can one person, one decision, you are denying people in your generation from knowing God and you are denying your children from becoming great. When you know that, when you do these things, Hebrews 6.10, Bible said that uh, God is not unjust and the Bible says he's not unrighteous to forget your labor of love, which you have shown to the saints. That means there are rewards in this. You know all of this. You say, so I will not do it. I will not help. Is it not my money? I will not help. You will not pay your tithe because you are not interested. You don't have a tithe card. Wicked and lazy. You don't have a tithe card. But you have one expect application on your phone. Yes. Wicked. You are learning in that school. We know. But that learning you are learning, trust me and trust me, is for you. What about what God can use you to do in that campus? Yes. Why? He took you there. It's not your own ability that took you into that campus. It is God who took you there by his talent, ability. Someone think, well, I'm very smart. When I study, I get it fast, fast, fast. God made that provision available just so that you will go fast, 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 fast into that campus to facilitate his agenda. So when you withhold help from God, he calls you wicked. He said, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have scattered no seed. It's a question. You knew. How did you know that? 
He said, then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I should have received what was my own with interest. Yes. He says, so take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. Do you understand what you are doing? That when you deny God, he takes what you have from you. You see, that's why some people, they will not end as people not in the ministry. They will end as atheists. Their faith will be taken from them. Go and read Romans. The Bible said that because he exchanged the truth of God for a lie. Give me Romans chapter 125. Let me show them something. That means they had the truth of God. They exchanged it for a lie. They play with God. Let, you see, there are implications to these things. Maybe you have not been taught. Give me Romans chapter 125. Let me show you something. Look at it. He said, they exchanged the truth about God for a lie. They had the truth about God. What is the truth about God? Expand my kingdom. I've given you a talent. Operate in your health ministry. That's the truth. Bible said that they exchanged the truth about God for a lie. They rather change it for a lie. What is a lie? I need to live for myself. I need to do this for myself. That is the lie. What happened to them? And they worship and serve created things rather than the creator. To do the will of God means you are serving God. There are people serving created things. What is created things? Every other thing. Human beings, there are people serving other human beings' interests. You can't come to church because of your boyfriend. You are serving the creator thing. The time you are supposed to give to God, you are giving it to your boyfriend and girlfriend. You are serving the created thing. Some people, because of work, I can't do that. You are serving the work. It's a created thing. It's somebody's created thing. That school is somebody's created thing. I can't do the work of God. I need to study. It's a cre- philosophy. It's a created thing. Accounting is a created thing. Rather than the creator. Who is forever praised. Amen. 26. Let's look at what happened. Implication of failing to unleash your health. You don't only. You see so people go down perpetually. 26. Because of this. Everything has been because of this. God gave them over. People who knew the truth. He's talking to Christians here. Not unbelievers. God gave them over. He took the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ from them. You can lose the grace. All of a sudden you don't feel like praying again. All of a sudden you don't feel like fasting again. Something is happening to you. All of a sudden you are becoming, you are having fornication tendencies. All of a sudden you who used to be on fire, your money is going down, everything. Bible said he gave them over to shameful lust. Because now they are serving other things. Cell meeting, I don't have time. They are serving things. Bible said God gave them over to shameful lust. Even their women exchange natural sexual relations for unmarital ones. So this argument of lesbianism and gayism, it has a source. It's a pattern after somebody. Oh my God. It's somebody that has created that strain. The patterns of God cannot be erased. It's somebody's strain. That's what the scripture is saying. Even their women exchange natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. Women began to say, I will marry another woman. 
God is telling you where it came from. Because the people failed to serve God, he took his grace from them. And then what happened? In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust. When we talk about homosexuality, we are not, you see, people say, well, let us jail them, let us kill them. Eh? You, are to, you are dealing with a spiritual matter from a carnal perspective. Let us jail them. The people are doing the thing in their room, you say, let us jail them. We must begin to find out how did the gayism and the homosexuality, where is it coming from? It is coming from the strain of demons. He exchanged the truth of God for a lie. It's a generation of demons. Just as Jacob became Israel, demons became homosexual, a homosexual generation. One day, when your son rises and says, Mommy, Daddy, I want to marry my kind, you would then remember that when God gave you the ability and you abandoned it, this was a replication. God is not joking in the earth realm. Bible said that they were inflamed with lust for one another. So people who disengage, one of the first signs is that lust take over you. People abandon the work of God. They are not here. They would have told you that when they stopped doing the work of God, one of the things that increased in them was an appetite for sexual immorality. It became strong in them. That means that serving God is one of the ways to kill and reduce this appetite. That's why most pastors have stopped the work of God. Most of them become what? Adulterers and fornicators. A sexual, a great sexual edge. Men commit a shameful act with other men and receive in themselves the due penalty for their error. There's penalty for error. 28, let's go on. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God. Look at it. They did not think it worthwhile. You see, the knowledge of God, they didn't have reverence for it. That's also another thing. There are people that don't value LC and Y. LC and what we do here is just the knowledge of God. These people do not think it worthwhile. They think it's better to do another thing than to retain the knowledge of God. It has implications. Bible says that, uh, you know, so God gave them over to a depraved mind. So that they do what ought not to be done. So suddenly you are doing things you are not supposed to do. Suddenly, <laughs> God gave them over to a depraved mind. It's a dangerous thing. It's not fit for the kingdom. Not the weko. Hayaka pasta. Not fit for the kingdom. Because you took your hand from the work. The kingdom, you are not qualified. God is not joking. Depraved mind. Do you know depraved mind? So that they do what ought not to be done. So perpetually, they are doing things that are not to be done. You see that something is happening to you. You are doing what you ought not to do. You started well. But so, some way, so, your mind is becoming depraved. Ought not to be done. Yes. There are many people rising like that after the order of Demas. They are in school. When you engage them on the work of God, they have this funny thing. So God did hear this. Sometimes you see a young girl say, I don't believe in God. A young 13 years. Some people say, oh, the work is difficult. It's difficult. The work is difficult. Homosexuality is easy. Oh, continue. Poverty is easy. Oh, continue. Because when you say difficult, you don't compare it to the gain. Jesus said, my yoke is light. But it's still a yoke. Yes. 
So when you compare the two, you look at the yoke of this world. Yes. So they do what ought not to be done. Ought not to be done. Now they speak against the gospel. Me, I preach to the lost. I don't argue to the saved. I don't argue with the saved. I preach to the lost. Time no day. You are telling me there's no God. A human being can say there's no God. You want me to convince you that there is a God? Some people don't know what we are doing here. Go to 29. Go to 29. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed. Only one thing, exchanging the truth of God for a lie. Only one thing, burying your talent. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. Greed. Meanwhile, those of us here are creating a perpetual destiny. Every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity, they are full of envy, I'm telling you. Just by taking your hand off, full of envy. Now they begin to compare themselves one to another. Murder, strife, deceit, malice, they are gossips. Gossips. Yes, gossips. Anybody who slows down in the work of God, he, he becomes a what? Gossip. Yes. Continue. So we are showing you where murderers are coming from. Gossips are coming from. It's a strain. I'm telling you, everything, Bible said that everything will give birth to its kind is set up. The seed you sow, that's what you reap. Where is gossip coming from? Where is murder coming from? Where is greed coming from? Where is deceit coming from? They exchange the truth of God for a lie. A generation of demons. Slanderers, they slander the church. It's a strain. Slander the work of God. God haters, insolent, arrogant, boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. Yes. One of the effects of people who just, uh, they fail to unleash their health ministry. The first thing is they become disobedient. Yes. To their spiritual parents. You, you, you call him, I won't pick disobedient and parents is talking about rank in the ministry work yes so when you lose interest in the work you change you change into something let's go on god haters they have no understanding have you seen it they can't be faithful the people who fail to unleash their help ministry they are usually unfaithful so if you're a lady you are just happy I, I met a young lady. I said, uh, uh, I found someone. I said, what does he do? No fidelity. But the daughters are happy. I said, no, watch it. He said, but, but he loves me. Do you know love? No understanding. No fidelity. No love. Have you seen that? No love. No mercy. No mercy. Let's go on. Let's go on. <laughs> Although they know God's righteousness, decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them. So they begin to identify others who have, you see, the, the, one of the things about people who abandon their work is that they associate with other people who have abandoned them. It's not they who are associating, you know, God is separating sheep from goats. Yes. So now they are not interested in the saints, but they go opposite and they approve. Oh, you see, the Bible is so beautiful. Yes. They identify 
33. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lebrado Shafa. Have we ended? We've ended. Okay, that's it. They approve of those who practice them. So they tell you, don't pay tithe. It's not necessary. Don't do it. The church is not for your father. They approve. I like what you are doing. I like what you are doing. I didn't see you in the pictures. It's good. I, I saw it coming. You see, that's, that's how they are, you know. I approve. It's, it's okay. Relax. The work, relax. I told you, relax. They approve. Why? They have, have a depraved mind. God's grace has left them. They are lost. May the grace of God never leave you. Yes. A man that doesn't love God passionately cannot love another man. It's not possible. Do you know what it means to love another man? It's supernatural. Do you know what it means that you don't beat your wife? Do you know how wives are annoying? Do you know? Have you married before? Have you married before? Are you having married before? Do you know wives? Wives. Wives. You don't know. You can't marry. You can't marry. You don't have the love of God. Wives are one of the most annoying people on the earth. Yes. And if you're a wife, can you marry and submit to a man? Can you do that? Do you know who a man is? <laughs> very complex. Men are very complex. Men, most of them will never appreciate you. You will kill yourself, never appreciate you. Always appreciating so many other people, but you never appreciate you. You do your hair, you will not mind you. You do your thing. You have done your hair, he will be telling you about someone else. Yes, he'll tell you about someone else. So, how can you stay in that relationship unless you resolve the issue of God's love? I love my wife with everything in me because I love God. That's it. If I didn't love God, now, do you know what it takes to cheat on my wife? It's the easiest thing. It's the simplest thing to do, even as an apostle. No, let's not lie to ourselves. We are not doing these things because of something greater. If a man doesn't have that installation, forget it. Depraved mind. A man that cannot respect God, cannot offer himself to God, and cannot come under spiritual authority, forget it. For a wife to submit to a man, he hasn't given you chop money and you are still humble. You think it's a natural thing? No, it's the fear of God. That's why we encourage you, abide because the benefits far transcend the church. You are not doing us a favor. Look at it. Those who are not really consistent, their life is some way. Their marriages will be some way. It's because it's God that configure you. He config, when you start his work, he, com, he gives you patience. He gives you the patience of a thousand people to face one man. You will be a better wife. If you are taking care of 25 souls, how, how can you say your husband is pro problematic? You are able to bear with 25. You can't bear with one. Nobody will teach you. Look at him. He has to bear with his family. He's bearing with many churches. Rise to your feet. I speak with so much passion because I have seen decisions made and I've seen the effects. The church of God will continue to rise. I'm telling you, with or without you, the church of God will work. I'm amazed at what God has done. 
I would be so ungrateful to doubt that God cannot do it and continue doing it. I would be so ungrateful to begin to think that if certain people begin to behave some way, that's the end of the vision. God called Abraham alone. And when he obeyed, he made him a nation. I came here alone with my wife. I couldn't even see the picture with, with this. And by the doing of God, he has engrafted many other people whom he has called because of this vision. This is only six years. Do I know the people he's preparing to bring? I don't know. God will never lose. It is man that will lose. Those who said they will not do it again, did it reduce the church? It, did it, it made the church greater. Even football team, they have the wisdom to have substitute. And then God's church, what are you talking about? By the time Judah said this, there was Matthias and another man. Even between them, they had to cast lots. It wasn't that the substitutes were, were already two. Two substitutes for every unfaithful person. We are not doing God a favor. Me, my substitute, they are there crying unto God. Some of them are at Atria Mountains. Oh God, use me. You know the players sitting on the bench. Do you know that when, when someone gets injured, they become happy, but they can't say it. Because it's one team. They can't say it. But when they say people say they are bad people. Yes. Because somebody's generation also need a light, a lamp in their family line. I will not let this fire die. I will not lay down this torch. I will not let this privilege go. I have never been a pastor all my life. Is this short period that I became a pastor? That means that I was denied. I was denied for a long time. Then God had mercy on me, 2017. It's all my life, only 2017 that God said, my father didn't do it. My mother didn't do it. My grandfather didn't do it. What was happening? The same problem. As for me, I will do it all. Yes. Estefanas. I'm addicted to the ministry of the saints. I'm high on ministry. Yes. Stephanas of Achaia, addicted <laughs> to the ministry of the saints. You can't move me out of the ministry. Yes. I was asking about rehab. They said when you go there, they will inject you with something so that it will detox you. Unless you inject me with something. Yes. Addicted to the ministry. Give me that scripture so they will see it. Stephanas of Achaia, addicted to the ministry of the saints. We are going far. I'm telling you. We are, these churches, it will move from this 33. It will move to 50. It will move to 100. It will move to 1,000. It will move to 2,000. It will move to 100,000. This church, it will be in Asia. It will be in Africa. It will be in America. It will be in UK. God is still formulating. Very soon, you see that we have members everywhere. We have a great convocation. Those who are faithful. They, they will look like glorious vessels. They will look like generals. A general is not a general of us here. A general is one that is faithful to the work of the ministry. Yes. A general is one. That's why Timothy was a general. Stephanus was a general. Paul was also a general. 
Luke was a general. Mark was a general. Demas was not a general. Judas was not a general. The city of favor, we will build it. If you withhold your help, we, Bible said that, he said, the one that he has, take it. Take it. The joy of the ministry will be taken from your heart. Hmm. You know that the household of Stephanas were the first converts in Achaia and they have devoted, use King James, they have addicted themselves to the service of the Lord. Yes. Stephanas have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. Yes. <laughs> you are not addicted. May God give you grace to be addicted. When we get there in the glories of what God intends to do, may you be found standing. May nobody take your place in the work that God has given you. May you grow from grace to grace. May you work stronger and stronger. If you have any inclination, any deception of the devil to discourage you from the work, may you receive new grace. In the mighty name of Jesus. If the devil has sought to, to sift you like wheat and to deny you the privilege and the blessing of the ministry, if the devil has intended to do so, may God cut off his heart in the name of Jesus. Anybody here whose heart is turning, exchanging the truth of God for a lie, anybody whose life is leading a lie, and your family is going to carry the repercussions, may the grace of God and the mercy of God locate you in the mighty name of Jesus. May the grace of God locate you in the mighty name of Jesus. May the glory of God locate you in the mighty name of Jesus. May the glory of God locate you in the mighty name of Jesus. May you become addicted to the work of God. May you be like Hannah who made Shiloh Lebrando Shadaba an abode. And because of that God gave her a mighty prophet for a son. May your testimony also be like that. May you be after the order of Abel. The revelation of giving. All these are you know, people like LG, RG Letenor and people like, they are after the order of Abel, a strain of Abel. May God raise you up. May your children be blessed. May your house be blessed. May your mind come back to God. Anyone who is losing it, may you be restored. Anyone who is becoming tired, may you be revived. Anyone who is taking the yoke of Christ off their neck, may you put it back. In the mighty name of Jesus, may you put it back. May you become stronger in the work. May you stand tall in a generation where many are falling. May you serve. Those with five talents, may they serve with all five and even increase it to ten. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive the grace. Receive the grace. Receive the grace. May students arise and become more. May students become more. Let it be said that while you were on campus, you did a great thing for God. May that reward you in the work search when you finish school. May God look up on what you did on the campus and reward you. 
May single ladies be rewarded by faithful men. May your children become mighty men and women. Bezalel, son of Uri, son of Her. You will not give birth to disobedient children in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this word and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. These are words of life.